Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast. Before we get started, I wanted to point to another author in the canon catalog, Elise Krapischetz. Her book, Popes and Feminists, How the Reformation Frees Women from Feminism. Is being a wife and mother a holy calling for Christians? Roman Catholics at the time of the Reformation and contemporary feminists would both say no. Part history and part contemporary reflection, Popes and Feminists argues that women today have some of the same choices facing them as women in the 16th century. In this book, Elise shows how the Reformation changed the lives of Christian women as it turned them away from trying to earn their salvation in the covenant towards a joyful, liberating view of vocation and work. And that changed their families and the world. Find it at canonpress.com as well as the audio on the Canon app. Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thank you for joining me today. So last week, I mentioned that I would do something on the world, the flesh, and the devil, which may have been rather foolhardy of me, but nevertheless, here we go. So I thought I'd start today by talking about the world and the Christian's relationship to it. And it seems very appropriate right now when the world is so much at odds with our faith. All right. 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. These verses tell us what the Apostle John means by the world. When he says, do not love the world or the things in the world, he defines for us what that is, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Those are the things that are worldly. So what does this mean for us as Christian women? How do we make this practical? What is this lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life? What are these worldly things? Well, it's the world system. The world system, all the vain things that the world parades before our eyes, as well as the world's approval, the world's agenda, what's cool, etc., what they approve of, what they disapprove of. These are the things that should not turn our head. We should not be interested in seeking to get the world's approval or adopting the world's agenda so that they will like us. Why? Because these things are not of God. And anything in the world that appeals to our lust, to any kind of lust in our hearts or to our pride, is going to be antithetical to our Christian faith. So that means if we are hungry to get something that is going to feed a lust or feed our pride, it's deadly for our souls. And we need to take heed to our souls. And remember that we are not to love the world, because if we love the world, the love of the Father is not in us. And don't we want the love of the Father? It's like we cannot have it both ways. So we either are going to have the love of the Father or the love of the world. Our souls are in peril if we are bestowing our love and affection on these things of the world. And in the Gospel of John, Jesus teaches us that the world hates us. In case you hadn't noticed, let's do a quick refresher. John 15, 18 and 19. 
If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember, the world hated Jesus before it hated you. And if you're going to be on his side, if you're going to be a faithful Christian, the world is not going to stand back and applaud you and give you awards and prizes and say, well done. No, it's going to hate you. So don't be surprised when this happens. Remember, you have been chosen out of the world, and that's why the world hates you. It's like a good sign, actually, when the world hates you. So remember who you are and where you are, right? You're not of the world. God chose you out of the world. You belong to him. You know who you are. And really, you live in a world where people don't know who they are. They're so lost and so confused and so blinded. And so their reaction to you is hatred. The light is hurting their eyes. It makes them angry. You are not of the world. You belong to Christ. You have his sign on you. If you're a baptized Christian and you've been washed, you've been cleansed, you're a new person in Christ. You know who you are and you know where you are. You're in enemy territory (laughs) for the time being. So does the world hate you? Well, that's a good sign then. If not, then maybe you should question how you're doing spiritually. (laughs) You know, why do all these unbelievers praise me and love all my Facebook or Instagram posts? You know, what, am I on the right team? So if the world is impressed with you and wants to follow you and imitate you, it's, it's a bad sign. Unless it is, of course, if you are open and just outspoken about your faith, and people want to follow and imitate you because they're hungry for the Christian message, that's an entirely different thing. I'm not talking about that. That's a good thing, of course. If people want to know, like, why are you so joyful in the midst of these bad times? Why are you so happy? How can you just continue to be so cheerful amidst all this trouble? That's a good sign. They're hungry. Tell them more. Tell them more. But If you're being faithful and God haters hate you, then that shows you that you're doing the right thing. You're speaking the truth. You're not compromised. They're hating you, at least as far as they know you're not compromised. Only you and the Lord know if you're compromised some invisible place. But this hatred really makes it easier for us, ladies. I mean, why should we love the world when the world hates Jesus? If we were worldly, the world would be so pleased with us. But if we want to be associated with Jesus, we're going to be hated by the world. And this is old. This is ancient. As long as there have been Christians, this has been true. But the world wants to flatter us and entangle us in order to draw us away from our first love. And so to be clear, I just want to make a distinction here. We can love and enjoy God's creation because it reflects his glory. He is our maker, and so we can love him for making such a beautiful world. We can love a sunset because it glorifies his amazing artistry and design, but we're not to love the lust and the pride of the world, and that's a big difference. So you can love going for a walk and looking at nature and enjoying his creation, looking at the stars and loving God's creation, 
that is a different thing entirely than loving the world. Not only are we to not love the world, but we're also to put up stiff resistance to the world. We're not to be conformed to it. The world has an active agenda. The world is trying to sabotage your Christian life and testimony. In 1 Peter 2.11, Peter says, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. This goes back to all the things in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. And so he's saying, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul. And these things are, are your enemies. These are your enemies. And you're a pilgrim and you're a stranger. You're passing through this place. You don't belong to the world. You're not one of them. You're a foreigner. And these worldly lusts are an army. And so we have to put up a fight and we have to view ourselves as outsiders here, as far as the world goes not citizens, but strangers or insiders when it comes to God's kingdom. And isn't it that a glory? And so realize the world is not just trying to leave you alone. The world is after you and trying to get you to compromise. In Romans 12, 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So. Don't be a conformist. Don't align yourself to the world. Or as the J.B. Phillips translation puts it, don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mold. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mold. It's like a jello mold, you know, and they're trying to squish you into it, to conform, to be worldly, to agree with them, to do it their way. Don't do it. Rather, be transformed. And how do you do that? By having your mind renewed, by being in the word every day, by thinking God's thoughts after him. So to wrap up, resist. (laughs) You have been bought with a price. You belong to the maker of this complex universe. So ask him to renew your mind so that you can resist the attempt to be shaped and molded by the world. So resist it. The world has an agenda. It's trying to pressure you and push you into conforming. So check your heart. Ask God to show you if there are any areas where you are accepting the world's praise and acceptance and acclamation and so forth. Are you trying to achieve the perfect look on Instagram or Facebook to get lots of likes and followers? I mean, check your heart. Ask God. Have him show you where you are nurturing some little love for the world's approval or the world's system or the world's uh, acceptance. And then just ask him for the grace to forget it, to be cleansed of those lusts and prides and put them to death and enjoy his forgiveness. And the more we are in line with our creator, the more we are becoming the women he designed us to be. And the more our minds are renewed, the more clarity we have in seeing where the world is and what it's trying to get us to think, what it's trying to get us to do. And then God empowers us by his grace to resist that and to trust him and to walk faithfully before him. All right, that's a lot. That's a lot to think about today. But I just urge you, meditate on it a little bit. Ask God to show you where you are compromised, if you are with the world, and then pray for your mind to be renewed. 
bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, blessings on your day.